Good belated Saturday morning, everyone. Welcome to Coffee Chat with Dr. Jane Ruby on this beautiful morning, Saturday, November 18th. Well, hope everyone's doing well this morning. Mm. I took the liberty of sleeping in a little bit later, catching up still from, believe it or not, my long on the road trip, including the last few days in Kansas City at Doug Billings Determined Patriotism Conference. And he just sent me this morning the clip of my own speech. So I'm gonna post that a little bit later. I think you'll um, really enjoy it. And you won't have to sift through all, you know, the other, you know, for the big, like, it's two days. So there would be a lot to get through. So let me thank my beautiful cup benefactor. Oh my gosh, look at this. It's it's a painting. It's really beautiful. Um, so so bright it, it could be a sunset or a sundown or a, i'm sorry a sunrise here oh guys i needed that coffee you have no idea <clears throat> so this is from kim in saint augustine florida with a beautiful card <clears throat> give thanks to the lord for he is good his love endures and she says dr jane god bless you and your family I'm not going to say your last name, Kim, because um, I don't want to do that unless you give me express permission. It's a Thanksgiving card, really beautiful. Just a small gift to let you know I appreciate all that you do to proclaim the truth. Well, you're very welcome, Kim. And I also want to give a special thanks to Pam. Um, let's see, Pam. I don't see anywhere where she says I can use her last name, but this is, she's the one that made the phone stand with my lo show logo, custom made for Dr. Jane from Pam in Peabody, Mass. And I have to show you guys this because it's really extraordinary. It is a copper bracelet, just really stunning. Um, let me show you how it, it's it's the, the heartbeat in copper. I mean, this is, Pam, this is unbelievable. She made this herself. Um, really beautiful, isn't it? Absolutely stunning. And the importance of the copper, let me read to you what she says. And I thank you, Pam, so much. Uh, copper conducts energy. It clears out negativity, and it helps balance the chakras. I hope you enjoy wearing this. It's my own little way to help protect you. God bless. Pam. Copper may tarnish. This does not diminish its usefulness. Damp cloth. Okay, great. That's Pam. Thank you so much. That is absolutely beautiful. Um, taking this show idea and then using something pr protective like copper is, is really beautiful, and I thank you so much, all of you for your cards and your gifts. We got a whole slew of new cups that came in. Uh, one person in particular sent me six cups. So I am going to have coffee chat with every one of those. And so I will I will do every other one so that other people don't have to wait like six or three weeks for their cup. Mm. Okay, now that we touched on the thanks and the blessings, I want to talk a little bit about um, 
first of all, last night's show, it just boggles my mind that there aren't more views on these shows. I don't know if I'm being punished or, you know, by Rumble or, you know, because Rumble's not, like, even though they let a lot of stuff in, they're not totally awake. You know, they're, they're still, they've got some wokeness to them. <clears throat> they certainly keep promoting, they promote, you know, those people that have already achieved a big reach. And I don't understand why they don't help a few of the little guys like myself every week. Feature our stuff too. Let us grow our reach into the public, right? So I don't, I don't know what that's about, but you lose when that happens because you're hearing that echo chamber, you know, that Russell Brand or that, you know, Kimberly Guilfoyle, you know, over and over and over again, when there are a lot of us out here that are of a smaller reach, we have such life-saving and important information. It's not just me, it's many people, many of my colleagues. I mean, it's, it's really disheartening to put all that time and work into, into something and then um, just, you know, not see uh, a big reaction to it because it's so incredibly life-saving. So I'm really focusing back a little bit for now on this synthetic meat situation because they're going to try to trick you. You know, they watch us react. So when we say, <clears throat> like on the APL coating on the fruit, oh, we're going to talk, we talk to people at <clears throat> the, the grocery stores and we we're looking at the bags and we're paying close attention to the little stickers. All of a sudden the stickers disappear. The bags, the print on the bag saying it's got all these fungicides and pesticides gets tinier and tinier and tinier. And the meat, they're making meat in two ways. But I went into more detail in the show and I'll just, just lightly go over it because I don't want you not to watch the show. It's very valuable information in there. And, and there's a lot of education in there so that you can protect yourself going forward. But there are two ways that they're making substitute meats. The first is they're taking like um, lab created versions or imitations of say protein, or they'll use like a pea protein powder. You might say, well, Dr. Jane, that's healthy. Okay, well, hold on. Then they come up with a like a fat compound, fat-like. They put that into that. It's like a little, you know, building block, right? It's a printer, so you put all your ink in there. These are the inks. And then, and then they tell it to put so much fat in for marbling and you key in your preferences. And then this thing, you know, the thing goes back and forth like the printer, right? The needle, wee, wee, wee. And you get this thing that's supposed to be a steak, or it's supposed to be a chicken breast. But if that isn't bad enough, now they found another way. They're looking at cancer cells, because cancer cells just keep going. That's why they're cancer. Normal cells have a lifespan. They have something called apoptosis, which is a self, like an autophagy, an autodestruction. You know, when a cell has lived its life, your body has a process that disintegrates it, that breaks it down, puts it in the graveyard. In other words, just sends it out to be excreted in your feces and your urine and your sweat. Because 
on the backside, <coughs> your body is making <coughs> new cells, construction of new cells. And so they're taking cancer cells on the premise that cancer cells don't stop replicating. So you got a slave that's making cell after cell after cell. It's growing itself, right? But you have very, you know, yes, I've talked before about how unlikely it is for say the mRNA. First of all, it doesn't survive outside the lipid nanoparticle, but let's say it did and it goes through your alimentary canal from your mouth to your anus, right? All the way through your stomach and your intestines. It's just not likely that certain things are gonna survive that. But I don't know if this, these cancer tumors survive in bodies all the time. They survive in the GI tract, they survive in, you know, in, in or other, organ, other organs. I mean, so by ingesting them, maybe one hooks on. I mean, geez, they, they, give, you, they give you chemo on the off chance that a stage one cancer might have, when, or when they cut open and did your breast biopsy, right, or your resection of your tumor, they, they, they give you chemo on the off chance that one or two cells escaped into the bloodstream that 10 years down the line is gonna give you brain mets. So why is it so far-fetched to think that if I am eating this type of meat, often, daily, weekly, multiple times a week, that my body wouldn't start to create a condition for those tumor cells, those immortal cancer cells, to start growing attached to my healthy, life-giving body. Why is that far-fetched? It's not. And I fear that people are not paying attention. And I'll give you an example. So many people who understood the dangers of the C-19 COVID bioweapon shots understood they were not vaccines, understood they had mRNA, understood they were causing cancers, understood the danger in the mass genocide operation, went and got a flu shot. Why do you think people are gonna fall for the fake meat, Dr. Jane? Because you all want your great deal at Costco. I know, I have a sister and her husband. They're like, <coughs> sorry, Costco sycophants. Ooh, we got it at Costco. Ooh, the meats are really good. Oh, it's super cheap. Well, eventually, if not now, people are gonna be for that deal. So people weren't paying attention. They went and got a flu shot. Oh, I got a flu shot, but I mean, I didn't get any COVID. I didn't get any, I didn't get any of the COVID jabs. Okay. And that's where your understanding stops your discernment. So, oh, I'll never buy fake meat. Well, you know, labeled packages like Beyond Meat, that's at companies imploding, and any packaging that says plant-based or bioengineered or cricket meal-based meats are fading. And in the grocery cases, you may not. Look, Tom Renz and Holly Jones couldn't even get the state of Missouri to require informed consent on, on the mRNA in the meats. You think you're going to get a notice on your Whole Foods, Fresh Market, 
all guilty of using APL, as well as your big box, Publix, uh, Wegmans, um, Kroger. You think you're gonna get a notice on those meats? Oh, this is the real meat from cattle, raised grass-fed meat, and then here's the 3D meat, or the lab culture. Is that a nice, nice term? Lab culture. Sounds so good, doesn't it? Yeah, that's where they're using the cancer cells to make flesh meat for chicken and, and fish and beef. One of the ways to avoid it is to look for whole animals. I know a lot of people down here in Florida, they go in with each other, you know, relatives, friends, and they buy a cow. And when that cow matures naturally over many months to <clears throat> a good weight with a lot of meat, then they arrange for its slaughter and they split it. Like three families might split, you know, I don't know what it is, 500 pounds? I don't know what a cow is, okay? They split the 500 pounds and they put it in their freezers. Whole chickens. I, I think I told you the story that when I was in DC, uh, maybe about 10, 10 years ago, I remember just wanting to do something interesting, you know, I didn't have any social plans and I signed up online, I signed up for a cooking class at a, um, a, a, an incredible cooking school in downtown DC. Got me out on a Friday night, little wine, little cooking class, those high top tables, I met some friends. But I picked, the only class available was called the knife class and I thought, oh, okay, I'll go. They'll teach us how to cut things, and then they'll probably try to sell us 100 knives. Wrong, wrong, and wrong. It was one of the best cooking classes I've ever taken. It was not about a whole bunch of knives. I mean, we learned about all the knives, but we, what we learned at the very end of learning about the knife sets, what, and they didn't sell any knives there, by the way, was that that 8-inch chef's knife, you know, the one that's about, the blade is about this long, it's got a nice handle, um, I've seen Nona Pia on TikTok <coughs> use her Aiden Chef's knife for everything. She uses it for paring. She uses it for grating. I mean, it's incredible. My old Italian grandmother used like those very basic things too for the same thing. So, so what I, another thing I learned, and here's the point of the story. 10 years ago, this chef teacher was telling us, she taught us how to spatchcock a chicken. That's where you cut it appropriately around the bones and so that it, it is it is butterflied out, okay? And you can do that with, you know, with, with culinary scissors. But in the course of talking about that, she advised us never to buy chicken parts. She said, you really don't know what you're getting? She didn't elaborate, but it stuck with me. And I thought, sure, okay, if I get a chicken that's whole and I cut it up, <clears throat> I'm gonna know if there are any tumors in there. I'm gonna know if there are any um, lipomas, which are like diseased fat, like big chunks, so that the whole thing was like big fat chunks inside and not meat. <clears throat> I'm gonna notice if there are problems with the blood vessels and stuff. Not as good as a whole chicken that you kill and then pluck and then, now you're talking fresh, that's how my grandmother did it. 
I was five years old. She took my hand and walked me half a mile down the road to the public market in the inner city. And we took a chicken home in a crate. And then she twisted the neck, hung it upside down till it bled out. She plucked the chicken feathers in the backyard, cut us an apple and we ate it. And she took the chicken inside and cooked it. Never anything fresher. But this chef's point was, don't ever buy chicken parts. Don't ever buy cut up meat because you don't know what you're getting. Never before has that been more important of a warning. Okay. I'm getting a whole chicken this afternoon. Along the lines of fake food, and again, I highly urge you to please watch the show from last night. It's so informative that in the course of researching it, I learned so much more than I thought I knew about these substitute meats. And they are substitute meats. No matter how much they try to tell you that, oh, it's, it's still real meat, the machine made it. Okay. <coughs> I want to say a few words about this natokinase. And I want to put to rest some of you arguing, oh, trying to defend. Natokinase is an enzyme, okay? It's been presented and purported out there, even by frontline doctors, which you must know by now. Some of them have been flipped. They've either been flipped by the fame and the money or they've been flipped directly by the government. And I'm not naming them because you can find them on your own and you need to start finding things on your own because I'm not putting myself at any more risk than I am already at. But I see this natokinase, which is like a fermented, a fermented enzyme. Uh, enzymes get used up and they usually get burned up in the stomach, okay? So what I'm saying to you is people have it all mixed up in their minds. They have it all confabulated. Let me sort out a couple things for you. Are you looking at natokinase as a blood thinning clot buster? Because you took the shots and you understand that if your body's producing and overproducing spike proteins, it's going to cause interference and clots are gonna form or your D-dimer, which is an early marker of microclotting beginning was high. Because let me explain something about natokinase and its claim to fame about blood clot busting. When studies are mostly preclinical, which is animals in petri dishes, you have a beginning signal or not, but you don't have how it's going to be and how it's going to work in humans. The leap between preclinical animals in petri dishes and humans clinical is huge. The gap is huge. Even knockout mice that are bred to have certain human characteristics in terms of their, you know, the process of their lifespan. Even those don't automatically transfer to humans. Everybody knows that in the research world. We knew that in the pharma world, okay? <coughs> so some preclinical studies have shown that natokinase in the presence of fibrin which is one of thousands of pieces in your clotting cascade. You're talking thousands, 
go look at the human blood clotting cascade. A warfarin, Coumadin works in one place. Heparin works in another place. That's why you can take them and overlap for really severe situations. There are thousands of factors. They're called factors in your blood clotting process. Natokinase in the presence of fibrin kind of interferes with fibrin. Fibrin is laying down fibrous like strings to the basic building block of a clot to save your life so you don't bleed out. But if you have overclotting, the thinking is, the theory is that natokinase will interfere. Or are you talking about natokinase to clear out spike proteins? Well, let me enlighten you on something. Number one, there are no controlled trials, randomized, placebo-controlled, double-blind studies, because there's no way to measure spike protein. There's, when you do an experiment to see if a drug works, you have to have a pre and post-test. I have to be able to measure. I have 10 million spikes in, this, in my, my measuring machine. Now I'm going to give you natokinase. And then a week later or whatever it is, I'm going to test again. There's only 1 million out of, now 10, 9 million spikes are gone. Can I directly correlate? Probably. Can I prove? Not, science never proves. That's the myth. But it looks like, and now you have a process by which another scientist can replicate, and many scientists can replicate. And if you begin to see many different, that's why we called it multi-center sites. I used to run trials in multi-center sites. And that's why if you had 10,000 subjects in a study run over 500 sites in the U.S. And the, and the world globally, and they all pretty much got a separation from placebo before and after measurement. That's great. But you don't have a mechanism to measure spike protein in your blood, in your body. I don't care who tells you that. I don't care how many times they get an interviewed by some, you know, grifting moron. Who has, who's got a podcast, okay? Marshall McLuhan, the father of media, said, the medium is the message. The person bringing you the information is the bias, including myself. I try to, I think you all know my biases. But do you trust the person who's making money on your $80 natokinase jar? Or do you trust the person over here who's hated by them, who doesn't pay them anything, who's offered to sponsor their show but she said no, who doesn't make a dime if you take it or you don't take it? Which one do you trust? Which one do you trust? That's for you to decide. Okay. I wanted to say uh, something, because in, in Coffee Chat, I, I talk about, conversationally about things that are happening, as you well know. And I, ha I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen the email yet. But people are talking in my social media, especially Telegram channel, about how the wellness center, you know, the, the thing where Peter McCullough... Um, is like their scientific officer and uh, Paul uh, Alexander now is under their umbrella. 
Sam Sigaloff went to work for them. I told him, what are you nuts? He said, I've got to feed my family, but now he's out. Okay. Apparently, and they know my position. I won't have anything to do with them. I don't have anything to do with them. I don't take any money from them and I don't promote their products. And that's all I'm gonna say about that. I just don't do those things. So, so somebody in the Telegram channel over the last couple of days, a few people have said that they received a promotional email from the Wellness Center, <coughs> excuse me, that showed some kind of an interview I did with Paul Alexander and that in their opinion, it I can't, again, I haven't seen it yet, so I don't corroborate yet, but in their opinion, the receivers of these promotional emails, that it looked like I was on board and that I was, co I was helping promote and there could be nothing further from the truth. So I wanna make a public statement in multiple places. I have nothing to do with, nor do I have any association with any person, product, event, <coughs> project at the Wellness Center, not in the United States or Canada or anywhere else in the world. So I can't control what people rip down and show you know, from my shows. And frankly speaking, I wouldn't want to. Um, I would like the credit, but you're gonna see my face, so I'll get the credit. Maybe in the course of seeing that, some people, if it's ripped down and uploaded somewhere else to BitChute or whatever, they'll see it and they'll, they'll, they'll come to my social media and they'll come to my Telegram channel and they'll subscribe to my Rumble, and that's great. But it should not be used where, it's, where it would be wrong and again, I, I, I'm still waiting for somebody to send me an example. Where it would be wrong is if they're using it to imply that I'm endorsing them or any of their products. And if that happens, that's going over to my, my legal counsel for evaluation. Because you can't do that. Can't do that. Can't use my name and likeness in the process of promoting yourself or your products. But again, innocent till proven guilty, I'm waiting to see one person sent me one of those emails, but it had nothing there. I didn't see anything listed about me or that interview with Paul Alexander. I didn't see anything visual. I didn't see anything in writing. So I'm not sure really what that's about. Somebody saw something. So hopefully we'll get to the bottom of it and we'll, we'll make sure that that's not being done. I don't want you to be misled. I don't want you to think that I've caved into anything. And that's why it's important to me. It's about integrity. Remember? Integrity. So pay attention to what you're eating. That's the bottom line. Pay, atten pay attention to what you're buying. Don't rely on the little cashier or the you know produce manager. Well, do you use APL? Well, are you using? Is this bioengineered? Uh, do you know that you have pest? Are you still using? Are you still getting product produce and oranges and limes and lemons that are coated with you know fungicides and toxic you know mold? Oh, I don't think so. I don't know. Uh, I don't think the company, they don't know. That's not your, that's not your line of source, right? Okay, guys, got a big Saturday ahead. My sister's having a Friendsgiving. And of course, I've known her, their family friends for 20, 30 years. So I'm looking forward to a little unplugged time. Um, just, just to relax and laugh with some friends and not talk about all this for a few hours, just like I'm sure you like that as well. So have a wonderful Saturday. Uh, I might do a Twitter space or maybe just a spontaneous 
kind of, I don't know, telegram thing. I, I, don't, I don't like being out of touch with all of you until Monday. But um, nevertheless, Monday is the next edition of the Dr. Jane Ruby Show. Thank you so much for the beautiful, beautiful cards, letters, uh, Thanksgiving cards, love, support. Thank you, Kim, again, for this tropical, beautiful, beautiful cup. Have a great weekend, everyone. Thanks again for all the support. Hi, everyone. Dr. Jane Ruby here with a quick message on how you should be protecting your retirement funds, your 401k, your IRAs. Did you know that you can protect them with physical gold and silver to avoid losing everything that you've built over your lifetime? Please call the experts at Augusta Precious Metals at 888-836-1890. At least talk to an expert. Learn more about how you can protect what you've built up so that if things go crazy, as we know they will in this economy, you've got some of your investments protected with tangible physical gold and silver. Every bit as valuable as real estate, something you can touch, they can't turn off, you know, with a flick of a switch. Call the people at Augusta Precious Metals. They're wonderful. They will educate you on what this is all about and what you need to do. And they will also provide you with some warnings about how to protect yourself from other companies that may be spreading lies and scamming you. That's Augusta Precious Metals at 888-836-1890. Medical disclaimer, the Dr. Jane Ruby Show does not provide medical advice. The information, including but not limited to, texts, graphics, images, and other material contained on this show are for informational purposes only and does not establish any kind of patient-client relationship by your viewing or attempt to communicate with Dr. Jane Ruby. No material presented on the show is intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment before undertaking a new health care regimen. And never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have seen on the show. Thank you for watching.